Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlan is here. Last week, we preached a sermon entitled, What Will You Have Me To Do? That was part one. This is part two. God has a purpose for your life that's beyond your wildest dreams. You're very important to God. Are you ready to see it come to pass? I believe you are. There's nobody unimportant in God's plan for man. You think about that, awful woman. I'll tell you one thing. You're created in his image and his likeness, and he will minister greatly to you today. Call a friend. Tell him to turn that television on. Watch this. This is entitled, What Will You Have Me To Do? Part two. Or like in French, they say, Part deux, and you will be blessed. Watch this now. Write this down. We must never do nothing in halves or halfway. We must never do nothing in halves or halfway. We all, everybody say, me. me. We all must be perfect examples of abandonment. When I took Kathy to be my lawful wedded wife, when that priest looked at me, and I'm a heathen from hell, you understand? But I understood covenant, Bobby. Yeah. I'm standing in that holy rosary Catholic church. And he said, do you take this woman to be your love? I made up my mind, this is it, baby. Even though her mother thought I was crazy and I thought she was crazy. So we both sang the song, crazy. I told her, you want to worry about it, I'll feed her. I'll take care of her. And I've done that. I'm not bragging about it. Why? I... There's things I, I did for Kathy that I wouldn't do for myself. Yes. Not bragging on that. I made up, my word was my bond. My word. How do you separate somebody from their word? That's why God said all liars will have their part in a lake of fire. Because they separate themselves from their word. You see, let me say it again. We must never do nothing in halves. We all must be perfect examples of abandonment. Now, y'all heard Kathy talking about me at this glorious conference. And that's okay. I deserve everything she said. How many times? And she's talked about my pitch and that body I had, huh? Let me make this announcement. She loved that body. Oh, Lord, she loved that. That's all I look at it. She said, got her head down. I'm going to kill him when I get him off. She loved that body, son. She got to see it in my face now. But she, back in those days, back in those days, oh, Lord Jesus, I loved my own body. I couldn't pass a, a bumper if it was shiny. I'd look at myself. Mm. <laughs> I'll never forget that time she told me to put my shirt on. I'm, in a, I'm at a beach. We're swimming. She said, put your shirt on. It's hot. Why? There are too many people looking at your body. Well, let them enjoy themselves. <laughs> you don't think I was, I, I wasn't saved in those days. <laughs> But Kathy didn't want nobody looking at my body. I didn't mind anybody looking at her body. Oh, she had on a bikini, she looked good, and I think, <laughs> mine. <laughs> I just put on my lean. Hey, how you doing, baby? <laughs> I look at his girlfriend, whoo! <laughs> Lord Jesus. Yeah, I'm telling you. And we, you know, and, but it's okay. Can you say anything you want about me because uh, I deserve it. <laughs> I just abandoned myself. Did you see that? <laughs> Give her a hand clap. She did right. <laughs> we must never do nothing in halves. We all must be a perfect example of abandonment. That's what happened right there. 
That man hit his knees. Everything he believed was shut down. His whole mind was now open up for God to fill up the computer with the will of God. What happened there? Instinct. Write this down. We must have an instinct for action. And that is expressed in activity. See, he had an instinct for action. And the first thing, he, it comes out of his mind, Lord, what would I have me to do? Activity. See, we must have an instinct for action. And that is expressed in activity. Wow, Lord, I love action. I love action movies. I mean, how many, some of them love movies, love drive me to, the guys like it. But in my mind, I said, well, kiss the woman, fool. What you waiting on? I hate those musicals. When you're about ready to kiss the girl, oh, <laughs> you done lost your mind. She didn't want to hear you sing. I mean, double lip lock this woman. Do something. <laughs> Don't look around here. Don't look around here. <laughs> Do you see that? I mean, wouldn't that be kind of freaky if you was on a date and he's about ready and he starts singing to you? Think about that. Love is a man of splendid thing. What? <laughs> I had a friend of mine. <laughs> you know, he was crazy. Now, he was a good looking boy now. This boy was good looking. Very good looking. Built good. What's that? Well, <laughs> she still loves this body. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can't get over that. That just blows my socks off. Anyway, this crazy fool, we're going to double date, see? He comes to the car. We're going to go pick the girls up. And he's got the guitar with him. Now, me and him played music together. We, were, we did a duet. I mean, a duo, you know what I mean? It was, we were good at what we did. I said, what you bringing the guitar? He said, we're going to sing to the girls. I said, no, 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 no. I said, no, no. We, we, I ain't thinking about singing tonight. You can sing all you want. <laughs> you want to what I had on my mind? The cane field. That's what I had on my mind. I ain't going to lie. I was, a, I was a heathen from hell. <laughs> so <laughs> the girl put the, the radio on. You know, it's good music, you know. And I don't have to say it, me and, and, and me and Glenn, we totally agree. Our generation had the best music you ever seen. I swear to God, we had the best music, you know. We had Led Zeppelin and ZZ Top. You know, I mean, we had some doom, 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 and, and the solar room. When a man loves a woman, and women go, go ahead, just love me, baby. I mean, you just sing, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no sunshine when she gone. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Look at the black lady. Yeah. Yeah. radio. Jonathan, the idiot, he, he cussed the radio, grabs the gift, and starts singing. And the girl that was with him went, I said, I don't know this man. I found him on the side of the road. I picked him up. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't believe it. It was so, I said, he said, yeah, but we sing good. I said, this ain't the time to sing. I couldn't believe that he did that. And I never thought that I would ever see that again. Now, you know, uh, this is years later. One of my first secretaries uh, was from Crowley, Louisiana. What was that? Uh, what's, uh, Beverly. Beverly. Beverly uh, Singley. Singley. And I saw Beverly. I said, Beverly had a beautiful voice. I said, Beverly, you going to date this guy? I said, I was trying to help out a little bit, you know. Yeah. This guy sits in the car with her. He starts singing to her. She said, what's he doing? I said, the spirit of stupid has come upon him. 
And then he wanted her to sing. I think he finished singing a little bit. He said, sing to me, girl. She said, I don't want to sing to you. That was the first and the last date she ever had with that fool. So you shouldn't date fools that are stupid. We must have an instinct for action that is expressed in activity. That's what Paul was saying. Write this down. We must reveal Christ through our mind, our tongue, our method, our friendship. Let me say that again. We must reveal Christ through our mind, our tongue, our method, our friendship. See, I had a friend of mine, great businessman. He wasn't called to preach, but he wanted to preach. He shut his business down. He started preaching. Total disaster. See, he, he had a better witness as a businessman. People getting born again. He owned furniture stores and things of that nature. I mean, he was just really good at business. And he had his light shine. But he wanted to preach so bad, you see. And, you know, lost his wife. Got a divorce. Got out of the line. Got out of the lane that God put him in. He said, but, but just, I, tell, I want to be a preacher. I said, you are a preacher. Yes. Your lifestyle is preaching better than your voice. Right. What you say and what you do. So if you have a business, let your light shine. Amen. See, what I was trying to tell him, that reveal, your, mind, your, your mind's being revealed to these people. See, they would they go in there to buy some furniture, and, he, and they'd say, what, what's wrong? what about you? Why are you so this? It was his mind, his tongue, his method, and his friendship. But thank God I found out not too long ago, he's back in business. Ah, what a blessing of God. Glad he is. You see, because that's where God wanted him to be. You see, so I, I, I make sure my mind's right, my tongue's right, my method's right, my friendship's right. Yeah. Why? Because it's not me that liveth, but Christ liveth in me. Let me say it again. We must reveal Christ through our mind, our tongue, our method, and our friendship. Now, let me tell you something. You see, when the first thing that came out of Paul, Saul of Tarsus, that what would I have me to do? Notice the Christian world did not trust him. Uh-uh. Peter said he's hard to be understood because he had tenacity like they'd never seen before. He saw the big picture. Watch this. Our knowledge of Christ or our knowledge of him Write this down. Will lead you to, to, let me say it again. Our knowledge of him will lead you to new roads of duty. See, this work demands courage. Our knowledge of him will lead you to new roads of duty. This work demands courage. I never leave God wherever I'm at or what I'm doing. I had a good friend brought me to the Kentucky Derby. You've heard me tell that story. It was one of my dreams that came to pass. But do you think I went to Kentucky without God? I went there to look at them horses that he created. Boy, and I mean, I learned things about horses and stuff like that, that a thoroughbred is not like a nag. When you walk up to there, they want a peppermint. They're going, <laughs> like, what's your problem? You didn't bring nothing with you? <laughs> you know, you know, they, they, they want a little something, you know. And, I'm, I'm, and I had a wonderful time watching these athletes, and they are athletes, partner. These horses are amazing, son. The best of the best, you know. And running at full speed, nostrils flared, 
sucking in as much oxygen as they can. Their jockeys are not even sitting on them, just riding away, just up, oh, I mean, going at total focus, man. And now, you would think, and, and I had the most wonderful time, but the Lord knew I was there. Yes. Now, how do you get attention? You can't get up there and say, hello, I need to preach to y'all right now. They're going to tell you, 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 you crazy? What are you doing? We're watching the Kentucky Derby. But you know how you get their attention? The Lord said, you want to know who's going to win the Kentucky Derby? I said, the Lord's watching the race. <laughs> he said, well, I created the horses. I said, yeah. It was, I'm sitting there. He said, Medina Spirit. Now, I know nothing. They had paperwork and they showed you the different the odds or whatever. I don't know uh, how to explain all that, you know. And so I said, do y'all want to know who's going to win this Kentucky Derby? People looked at me like, hmm. I said, Medina Spirit. Now, there was two, and man, these people dressed up. They're looking nice. Women got them beautiful dresses on with them gowns and them hats. I mean, this, this nice, you understand? This ain't Walmart. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sport of kings, Okay. <laughs> I said, Medina Spirit, oh, no, 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 Medina Spirit. Look at the odds. I mean, look at the paperwork. But I heard the voice of the Lord. The reason why I could say that without feeling stupid, I've abandoned myself. Well, the horse took off. Now, most horses that win, they don't lead all the way, I think. I think that's how they were. And that horse led all the way. Boy, and Medina Spirit, and the people went crazy. You know what they asked me? You coming back next year? <laughs> it was one of us, probably not, but because I, it was such an experience. Why would God go to the Kentucky Derby for just to say that? that that's, now, you know, they go in there, they got things on their mind. Are they gambling? Doing all, or, you know, betting, whatever you call it. And, uh, 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 you know, gaming. They changed the names of it. You know, all that kind of stuff. But you see, something was put in someone's heart. Now, if you think I could go to the, never been there in my life, but I'd be recognized. I come walking in there, and we're walking, hey, brother Jose! Now, some preacher would have been dodging. I want by know I went to Kentucky. What's wrong with going to the Kentucky Derby? What's your problem? You see what I'm saying? And I had a wonderful time. And they were hollering at me, talking, hey, I just enjoyed myself. Why? Why? I can let my light shine anywhere. I could go down to Bourbon Street today and let my light shine. Because Channel 8 and Lee Zurich will be there. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just need to let my light shine to him. Amen. Or the other side of the coin, make him an offer. You can't refuse. You, know, you can't do that. You see, our knowledge of him will lead you to new roads of duty. This work demands courage. It really does. Write this down. And this is the hardest point of this message here. We must be ready to scrap all the old life. Work and friendships. There's some friendships I didn't want to scrap. Careers, habits. Let me say it again. We must be ready, and I got to explain this. We must be ready to scrap all the old life, work, 
friendships, careers, and habits. Why? In order that Christ reconstruct your life from its foundation. We must be ready to scrap all the old life, work, friendship, careers, and habits in order that Christ reconstruct your life from its foundation. I still like my high school friends. I do when I see them. Hey, y'all have any grandkids? You know, I, 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 like, I like going to my 50th, uh, what do you call that, a reunion and all that kind of stuff. Now I've been out of school longer than 50 years. And I'll never forget, I was preaching. This was several years ago. And that friend of mine, that saying to the girl, with the, we, would have, we could have been brothers. We were the best of friends. The best of friends. He came to one of my meetings in Alexandria. It was great. He said, hey, Jess, let's go out and get something to eat. I said, all right. Now, he heard me preach. Still good looking. I've made sure he didn't have a guitar in his hand, you know, just in case we went somewhere, start singing somewhere, something. He said, hey, man, you remember them women we bought? And he started talking about all that stuff. And he said, man, he said, Jesse, they got women looking at us in here now. He said, I noticed that girl was watching. She's checking you out. I looked at him. And I, I'll keep his name private. I said, I'm not that man no more. Jesse, this ain't a nag. Look behind you. This is the thoroughbred looking at you, boy. I said, I'm not that kind of man. I could see the friendship doing this. I didn't want it to happen. Because I like this guy. We're friends. I like to be friends for life. Well, we had a nice dinner, a nice, you know, and I hadn't seen him since. Because yet I wanted to. But you see, I had abandoned the sin world. So I pray for him that God save him, help him. You see what I'm saying? Because deep down inside, he's a good guy. And maybe if you get born again or some kind of something, I'm not telling him to become a religious monk, our friendship can be reconnected. It would be a blessing of the Lord. But that was not easy. We must be ready to scrap all the old life. Boy, I mean, I had a life. I've had people say, Jesus, Jesse, you, could, you need to write a book. You need to write a book, man. Because some of the, and yet some of these people now that I, I ran the streets with are now born again. We must be ready to scrap all the old life, work, friendships, careers, and habits in order that Christ be reconstruct your life from its foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, when you fully surrender your life to God, there's nothing, and I mean nothing, that he can't do through you. I mean that sincerely. I've learned that the more I seek to know God by spending time in his word and fellowship with him, he always leads me to new roads of duty. I like working for God, and he gives me the encourage to see it completely through. What is encouragement? It is the oxygen of the soul. Breathe, my God, and you will encourage others because of the encouragement that's in you. And I can't stress how important self-abandonment is. 
I'm telling you, it's not you that live it, but Christ living in you. It's the key to finding your destiny and reaching your destination. See, when you have this encouragement to breathe, my God, you, you're going to minister greatly to people. That's what happened to the Apostle Paul. At the time he got slapped off that donkey, he was Saul of Tarsus. Mean, big, bad boy with a lot of power. But when he hit the ground, he said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? All, he abandoned himself. He said, not my will, but thine be done. By simply saying, what will you have me to do? Oh, this is good preaching. I just like it. There's a lady, a lady named Juanita. She wrote me and asked a question that I'd like to answer right now. She says, Brother Jesse, you have taught me how to important obedience is to God. Thank you, Juanita, for saying that. I follow his word, but still don't know his plan for me. Do I pray for him to anoint me to do something specific? Or will he reveal it to me clearly somehow? Juanita, you're walking by faith, and the evidence of faith is not seen. Don't be worried about that. Don't get in a hurry. Don't drag your feet. Don't get in a hurry. Just keep walking. Just keep going because you know what? You can complete your destiny and reach your destination. I'm telling you, God has your back in every which way, shape, or form, from the beginning to the middle to the end. And at the end of it, you'll say, my God, you'll be like the Apostle Paul. I fought a good fight. <laughs> Glory to God. I finished my course and I kept the faith. Isn't that good? Thank you, Juanita, for sending that great, great question. Just, just let it flow and watch God do some wonderful things. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. Watch. Welcome to Glorious Moments. Each year our nation celebrates Thanksgiving Day on the third Thursday in November, but being thankful is something that Jesse and I do every day and will do forever. Psalm 79 verse 13 says, so we, so we, thy people and sheep of thy pasture, will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. You know, every day we thank the Lord for all the people that are being reached and all the lives that are being changed as we proclaim the gospel of Christ throughout the world through every available outlet. And this first testimony I came, want to share with you today came from a thankful parent. It says, thank you for your ministry. When both of my children, now adults, reached their teens, when they were not interested in sermons or word time, they both would listen to you daily. Now our daughter tells people, Jesse raised me in the Lord. Thank you so much for the ministry you have. They both serve in ministry now and have never departed from their faith, even through their teen years. You know, I love hearing how God use, is using our ministry to reach that next generation. And this next testimony I have to read to you today came from a partner that had two debts canceled. It says, thank you for agreeing with me in prayer for debt cancellation. I had been standing on Mark 11, 22 through 24 concerning all my debt. Within days of sending in my prayer request to JDM, I received a letter that said the debt that they claimed I owed of $9,878 was canceled. I also had been claiming that 14 weeks of unemployment that was owed to me would be restored. The day after the debt was canceled, I received an email informing me that a deposit was being sent to my account for $5,404, exactly the amount owed to me for 14 weeks. Praise God. I am so blessed to be a part to be in partnership with Jesse Duplantis Ministries. You know, I pray that these testimonies have encouraged you and helped to believe God for your miracle. Remember, God loves you and so do we. God bless you. Did you know angels are real and many of them are here today? God's Word is full of supernatural experiences 
by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. We're excited about this month's product offer. It's my book, The Hidden Help. People are really enjoying this book. It really teaches you about angels and, and show you how, how God has positioned them in your life to help you. The Bible says that we've entertained angels unaware. How do you get this? Just go to jdm.org for all the order information. Get one for someone else while you're there. It would make a wonderful Christmas gift. It will bless you and bless the people you get one for. I mean that. Speaking of great Christmas gift ideas, we've got some great ones for you at our online store. Kathy and I have books that cover every ministry need, DVDs, CDs, and more. How do you get that? Go to JDM.org to find the perfect Christmas presents for all your loved ones. And I mean necessarily, giving the Word of God and helps are just so wonderful for people. Partners, thank you, because you help us, partners. We're able to do these things. And it's such a blessing. Even Jesus had pardon. I'm so excited about that. And I mean that sincerely. I thank you for your faithful financial support. I will not be lazy with your seed. I don't do that. I am a working machine. I've had people say, that man work like I've never seen. Why? I'm about the Father's business. It's just that simple. And I mean that sincerely. So thank you for your support. And if you're not a financial partner, pray about becoming one. Watch this, 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. Me and Kathy have been debt-free since 1982. That's a long time ago, isn't it? That I have no concept of debt. You give $20, the whole 20 goes in the world evangelism. You give 20,000, 20 million, 100% goes in, in the world evangelism because we're debt-free here. Everything you see, and that's a blessing of the Lord. Partners, I pray for the hundredfold Return for each and every one of you every day. You will never be a day without prayer. I am serious about that situation and about your situation. I believe in praying for you. So thank you, partner, for helping me reach people and change lives. Just one soul at a time. Now, don't mix, miss next week. we got a wonderful sermon called The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. See you next week. Bye-bye. I love my November partner offer, someone knocking on the door. When you continue to knock, faith tells you to never expect disappointment. Never. Faith keepers, that's who you are, that's who I am. Never put faith in the wrong place. You get what you want because you demand it from life and life sends it to you. You must gather those forces together. Determination and prayer will get it done. Get it today, okay? JDM.org. who you really are and take the time to get in his presence and be filled with his glory. God has opened up the door, girls, and we need to walk through it. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women. Register online at jdm.org. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Joseph and Mary wasn't planning on going to Bethlehem. 
because a pregnant woman don't want, don't want to ride a donkey almost 100 miles to get down there to them. So something had to happen. Something God had to move upon someone that would move the world of that day. And his name was Caesar Augustus.